episode one uh, of Coffin Talk. I'm Ethan. And I'm Evan. We're funeral etiquette, and um, I guess we're podcasters now, mm-hmm. since we're making a podcast. This is our first one, yeah. I mean, we have a channel with, it's a, I'd say a big enough, Not no, it's, I wouldn't say a big enough one. That's, it's, it's a massive channel. Yeah, it's huge. It's <laughs> I, I would say we're, we're up there with... I, Dude I would, Perfect. Dude Perfect is a good one. Yeah, I that's mean, basically who we're trying to... Our yeah, that's, that's our content. Or is, dude, perfect. Is dude, per- no, what the fuck? <laughs> or like girl perfect. <laughs> Should you say girl perfect? Yeah. Oh, you're right, actually. You know. Yeah, I've turned in in the space of hitting record. I've actually turned into Evelyn. All right, and <laughs> we're girl perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 what's happened. That's what the podcast does to me. Yeah. But um, no, we're a small channel uh, on YouTube with about 190 subs, I think. Yeah. I think last Give time or I take, checked. Yeah, yeah. around that. Uh, we have one or two videos together. It was, it was kind of my channel personally beforehand, but um, I think there was a Jack Manley video. Yeah. That we both kind of went in on, and that video banged. Yeah. And I we enjoyed making that. We one did. As well. And I wasn't even supposed to be part of that video. No, you was wa- you walked in with a Sika Blatt and a dream. I did. I you did. just bust in the video. I've been a dreaming to be a YouTuber ever since. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, in. It might sound cringy as shit, though, but I mean, honestly, even if no one listens, I, I really like the YouTube thing. I like sort of putting my word out there. I like, it might sound narcissistic, but people listening to yeah. me. And trying to entertain people. Absolutely, because, I mean, that's why I think we started this, is we found art. We were funny together. Yeah. Know? We had good chemistry, because we know each other about 20 years now. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. Yeah. That helps. It, yeah, it does. You know, we're not married like H3 and Elo. No. I wish, you know, someday. But my name is Ethan. Oh, you're right. If your name was Elo. Oh my god, can Maybe. I change my name to Hila and if, we can also be uh, podcasters. You'd have to be from Israel. I mean, I could be if I tried hard enough. Like, yeah. if I if I believe, no, I'm speaking Because my name is a Hebrew name. Is it? Yeah. What are the origins of Ethan? I don't know them. I think it's just strong. That's all I know. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's all it really means. Just strong. Yeah. That's fair. I'm I'm not that strong. Uh, I mean, pretty mm-hmm. massive. Yeah, I seen you bench massive. like about two ton. There was that one time. Yeah, mm. two cars, one yeah. on each hand. That was pretty impressive. It with was all, with all those kids you were saving in the burning cars as well. I just I can't believe you were you able to hold on yeah. to it for so long. It was, you know, all those women started going going around you as well. I just couldn't get to you at that time. Oh, yeah. It was a crazy time all in your life. Around. Yeah. yeah. But no, um, podcasting. I think it was a good place. I I think podcast is a good place to start for us because it's it's a good way to just get have, our thoughts out there. Absolutely, and it's it's it sort of matches what we do, and it's a very long form thing. So I feel like we could script videos, and we will. I'm assuming at some yeah, point. Yeah, we have ideas mm-hmm. for scripted videos because we we talk we talk about skits and yeah different types of content that we want to try mm-hmm. basically. And we'll pro- we'll get around to that eventually. Well, we we hope to. We want to. Yeah, I think. I, I yeah, I think that we took podcast to start with. I feel like because it's it's I um, it's unbelievably easy to get into now with Anchor. Is yeah. that what we're using? Yeah, we're using Anchor. It's made by Spotify. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it's a free app to free app to use. You can just download it on the Google Play Store. I'm pretty sure it's on the Apple mm. Store as well. And uh, we're just recording the audio through that. There's different types of sound effects, and it, it helps you publish it to Spotify. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Apple Podcasts, I'm not sure. I'm, I think it is. Yeah. I'm, I was shocked by how easy it was, because when, when you told me about it at first, I thought it was going to be a lot of, like, 
editing and sort of biting down your audio yourself and sort of going yeah. through hours of footage but no it was I was shocked by like when I opened the app personally and I seen oh y you can segment it you can yeah. clip all these things together There's yeah also you can add these sound effects as you were saying it's yeah it's crazy to me that how I, I remember trying to get into YouTube when I was like 12 I think we all can like being yeah. our age I was making montages yeah for trick shots and Call of Duty mm -hmm. making FIFA videos yeah absolutely I think that's every I think person our age well I mean sort of in this group and yeah. demographic of I guess people listening to this podcast and yeah. you know people we know I, I know a lot of people our age as kids have done stupid YouTube things and yeah. I, I don't know it's weird to think that they didn't have we're the first people to really do that. Yeah. You know? And we've sort of grown up with that. I, you know, I did used to do, like, talking to a camera and then uploading that. None of them will ever surface. Oh, no. I will... I will... You got your day in the lives? Yeah, that's you it. You got your good day in the life? Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I don't know. I, I think it's... Back then, it was so difficult. Yeah. I think because you had to get, like, a PC to edit stuff and you had to be better at it and do this but now just the podcast it's 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 so easily accessible yeah. to get into and it's a different type of content as mm -hmm. well it's i feel like it's a bit more personal as well yeah because you're just talking yeah. straight for for however long you, you definitely get to know for. a person like exactly. I'm, I'm assuming by the end of i guess 10 episodes the anyone listening will definitely know us by episode well, halfway through episode one, I guess. They probably know us already. Yeah. And the kind of people we are, which is terrible, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know we were talking about, uh, well, I, I brought up mm. uh, FIFA and COD. Yeah. I'm talking about games, though. Okay. Uh, Minecraft, it's making a comeback lately, anyway. I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm I loving you it a play, lot. You play a lot of Minecraft. I play too much Minecraft. Yeah. Um, I think... How many hours did you sink into... I'm not... I'm going to... Are you shaming me? Your mobile Minecraft oh, okay. Okay. Pocket Edition. Um, my my realm when I was playing that mobily, I think I put in two hundred hours. It was between. It was somewhere between two and three hundred hours. Yeah. And now on the Switch, it's limited me. I think it broke, um, because I can now only see I've played for two hundred and twenty hours or more. Uh, oh, so really? uh, it won't it won't let me see any more than that. But it's been a lot. So, yeah. But I think the resurgence of it is a lot of it is PewDiePie. Yeah, when PewDiePie started playing Minecraft mm. again with all the water sheep and yeah, everything, I think, yeah. that, that really brought up loads of people back to Minecraft. Definitely. It even brought me back to Minecraft for a bit because mm -hmm. I used to watch a lot of Minecraft. Back, everyone did. Yeah. All kids do. Absolutely. Everyone watches Captain Minecraft. Sparkles. Yeah. Yeah. And then when PewDiePie made those videos, mm -hmm. they felt like they were good videos yeah. and they really brought you back. They did. I think that was the main thing about it. You felt like you were watching your first experience at Minecraft again, yeah. you know? Because it's been that long since, I guess, people have really thought about it. I didn't even think about it for young. It was mainly a game I was like, oh, it's there. Yeah. I can play it. But until I, like, really got into it and really sunk my time into it, there's so fucking much to yeah. it. Like, it's a lot. And I think the biggest thing now recently, the hype that's around it now, is next summer's update. Yeah. Which All is, the caves and everything. Oh, Caves and cliffs looks amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. Would you say it's your favorite game of all time? Or you know what? what it probably what? is. Really? Yeah. If I if I was left stranded in desert island, one game, and that's it. Like I could play Skyrim forever. 
Yeah. I could play GTA Five forever. Yeah. Same as <clears throat> Fallout. Well, I guess I could play them for a very long time. Yeah. But Minecraft is so infinite, you know? It is. It's and if there's a reason why like they use that in schools. They use it to teach things. They use like it's crazy to how integrated it is into a lot of things. Yeah. Do you wanna know a really sad fact though? What? Minecraft Earth is cancelled. Is it? You know that mobile is that the app? Uh, AR app? Mm-hmm. Like the augmented reality? It, yeah, build things yeah. on your phone. I'm yeah. not surprised it, when it when it did come out it wasn't yeah. working properly at all mm-hmm. anyway it never came out of beta and yeah. when i when i got into it it um it was weird because it did the same thing pokemon go does to me and i don't know if it does it to every phone yeah but i have quite a good phone and the resolution on my camera is very good but using ar apps like that it's not yeah and i don't i don't know what the problem is with it but it's just it doesn't work and yeah with minecraft it just it didn't work well at all it's I, I didn't play it for the longest amount of time. Yeah. I played it for, like, the first month or two. I'd check in with it. we like, is it a game yet? Yeah, no, yeah. it's not a game. It's, not. <laughs> it's I, I, I wanted it to be, but... You prefer to go Minecraft in real life. Absolutely. Yeah, go work in those mines, uh, yeah, man. Exactly. You know, get that black tar lung. You know, you know who else? Uh, that, that another job, you could do that as well, mm. uh, if, you, if you don't want to go down into the mines okay. or anything. Grave digging. You're, I mean, I was close. Yeah. I oh did. yeah. You, you I mean, I built coffins. You did build coffins. <laughs> that was a that fun was, job. Yeah. Bit bit sadistic. It is. It's it's funny. And I, it's it's probably dep- even. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was it was a while, but no, building coffins was an interesting um, job. You know, they're terribly built. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. They're um. It's you would think it's like love and workmanship. It's just like planks and nails and glue. That's it. Yeah. That's all it is. And you know the pillows and all that? If it's just... Yeah, what is it? It's filled with, like, bits of plastic and metal. It's like... Because no one's going to complain. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They're not going to lie down and be like, yeah, oof, this is a bit... And yeah. And I think it, it was weird. It's I'm kind of desensitized to that stuff, where you're saying it's a bit morbid, you know, what you're building. It's like... I, I knew what they were going for, but I never really picture. I guess I could picture, but it wasn't... It wasn't a dark thing in my head, Cass. We can talk about... <clears throat> sorry. We can talk about, you know, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, break it down every week, because I don't know if it'll hit as good as WandaVision. Because yeah. that was... It's so much, and you need to talk about that. Yeah. But I think it'd be... If people would listen to it, and I mean, I'd enjoy talking about it. We're going to be talking about it anyways. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it'd be good. And any other TV shows as mm-hmm. well, and movies, because we're, we're really big into the MCU and whole Absolutely. Marvel thing. Even speaking of Marvel MCUs, you know what I'm excited for? Speaking of uni- new universes and things? What? X-Men? The Boys. Oh, no. The Boys? The Boys Season 3. Oh, yeah. When's that coming out? Um, I don't or have know. they said I th- anything about I that I think yet? they've gone into... They might be in post-production, actually. I'm not sure if they've wrapped filming. Really? Maybe? I don't know if they've done filming yet or not. I know yeah. Jensen Eccles made a social media post yeah. confirming that he's so- Soldier Boy. He is Soldier Boy? He's Soldier Boy. You. Oh, yeah. But Soldier Console. Absolutely. You remember that? Oh, God. How you could I forget the Soldier, the console? Soldier Console? Yeah. That was a time... everyone. He did. Did you... Yeah. What were they? Were they... Chinese emulators. They were like basically just shit uh, stuff he bought off Wish, basically, that and just like Chinese consoles that I, that he bought up a load of stock for them. Yeah, and then put his own branding on them. 
and then he sold it more than he had, mm-hmm. and he basically just didn't do anything. Ripped so them off. did he then just not deliver the ones that he was meant to have sold and yeah. keep the money? Basically, I think. Do you know what that's that's hilarious? Do you know what that means? What? That if he made money from that, and that's money to Soldier Boy, that means that so many people pre-ordered Soldier Boy's console. Yeah. For him to have it's their money. It's all those hype beasts, man. That's crazy. That's could you imagine? It's like the, buying the KFC console. Like, could you imagine hearing Soldier Boy is coming out with a new console and being like, "That's the one I'm investing. That's what I'm going to pre-order." Yeah. And either you get it and it's just a bunch of Chinese ROMs. Yeah. Or you don't get it. <laughs> and I I don't know which. Yeah, but he made a smaller sol- Soldier console. I'm like I'm like you know what? It's we had a conversation about the Soldier console right there off 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 audio. I'm gonna continue this. I don't care if you like it or not. I'm gonna continue the. No, co- I don't soldier mind talking con- about soldier, the okay. soldier console. That's fair. He had a. Do you remember the smaller soldier console he had? But he didn't call it the Soldier Boy, like the Game Boy. That is the mi- biggest missed opportunity yeah. I have ever heard. He could have had. He's some- not smart enough. You think He's- Soldier Boy is smart enough to do that? Yeah, you're right. He's. What are you? Yeah. Soldier Boy. Crank that. Yeah, I don't know the lyrics to that song. I think everyone just sort of mumbles it loudly when yeah. it comes on, and I think that's. that's I what feel like I know the lyrics when the song comes on. You think so? I don't. I couldn't like recite them to you right now. But yeah. If the song was playing, you probably could, you could talk. All I could, of the I could talk. Yeah. You could talk all of the I lyrics talk, out. Yeah. You could get them out. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about um, Scientology as well. Okay. See, Scientology has ran an ad on the Super Bowl for the last. Five years. Yeah, we we slightly talked about that. Before. Yeah, I brought that up the last day to you. That's that's crazy to me. Cause yeah, because because a Super Bowl ad costs a lot of money. It so does. That's that's millions. a lot of yeah. Okay, that's a lot of money for a so-called religion. Like I like how weird would it be if we sort of so so we're Irish, right? Yeah. And the biggest thing to us is what the rugby, right? I guess to yeah. Irish people or or the. Football, yeah, or the football the that hurl- would be hurling. So Imagine having an ad break and it's like the Catholic Church, join us. Like, that would be yeah. odd. That would be, I, I'd be off put by that. I'd be like, okay, that's yeah. the, the chips I was eating have a different meaning. It's now a, it's a weird ad because I, I watched about like 30 seconds a minute of it, okay. And it's it's just basically because I don't is it like an invitation? No, it's not really, it's okay. just like a load of basic, basic stock footage kind of, yeah, of like. Like uh, happy pe- people yeah happy people kids okay. uh, women and Walking children in some grass I see yeah. yeah and then okay. I was like I, I started scrolling through the comments you know yeah. and they were all like oh I love you uh, such a great ad oh so inspirational do you think th- those people are Scientologists maybe oh my god that's yeah. it was weird because I wonder how big Scientology is I mean because how I, far does it go yeah because I know where does it end yeah, it, it, we never know yeah what I'm aware of Scientology is there's circles. Circles? Yeah. So, sort of the outer circle is like oh. the people are, you know, just in. Yeah. And then as you go inner, in inner, there's, I guess, more famous people, more rich people. Um, I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's a weird place because the, the man who invented it was a yeah. science fiction author. Yeah, and, and he had the most science fiction uh, books selling of all time. He did. In, in a way. Yeah, I mean, I, he wrote the most amount, but it was, yeah. funnily enough, the most amount of shit. Yeah. And then he wrote a Bible full of shit, and it's a religion now. It is. Do you know who's also incredibly weird and loves religion? Who? Tom Cruise. Yeah. 
Tom Cruise, the he, man. Like hard I, worker though. But like, if you thought of Scientology, there's a face that comes to your mind, and it's Tom Cruise. Yeah, it is Tom it's Cruise. It's funny to me that he is just now the the symbol of Scientology. I don't know if he's still even in it. Yeah, but I, I mean, don't. I don't know. He's kind of doing other shit now, or he's being quiet about his Scientology yeah. anyway. Mm. With like Top Gun Maverick and all that. And yeah, all, I mean his own production Pop- company. If yeah, you're, he, I know, yeah, he does everything. Yeah, he's making if he's making Mission Impossible and also fucking Top Gun Maverick and all. He does. Do you think he even has time for Scientology? Do you think he's like thrown it by the wayside? Like that was. It's like ah. Uh, yeah, that was twenty eleven. Tom there. Cruise, yeah. exactly. I'll I'm deal new, with that. I'm a new person. Though, yeah, he's you know? now a Catholic. Yeah. Man- Is he? Nah, I have no idea. I wish, man. <laughs> oh, Tom Cruise being being a Catholic? I don't think the world could handle that. No, I don't think it could. Yeah. He, he, he comes out one day as Catholic. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, w- I want to talk about something else as well. Okay. Uh, have you seen the recent surge in popularity of Pokemon? In Pokemon? Yeah. I actually have. like Pokemon trading cards no. as well. Uh, well it kind of all started with Logan Paul. Okay. Kind of. Oh, yeah, wait, with I, all those trading cards. I'd seen a video of a dude, and he was like, he's, um, is, did he get ripped off or something? Probably. Loads of people are getting rip, ripped off. But like, Logan <clears throat> got ripped off, or Jake got ripped off because his dude I, told him shit. I don't something. know. I, I don't really keep up with them. Okay. But with Pokemon, uh, there's, people are spending like 10,000, 20,000 on like first edition boxes of Pokemon trading Jeez. cards. Because all the trying to get like shiny Charizards and like yeah. just rare cards. That basically. is crazy. Yeah. Could I? I don't. I don't think I've ever earned thirty thousand in my life. Yeah. Combined. Some of the cards are worth up of hundred and hundred grand. That is crazy. Grand. And I assume they're just like the one, <clears throat> like first edition Charizard yeah. shiny and sort of ones. They have to be in mint condition yeah. as well. That is crazy. Because like I've always wondered like if I kept stuff from childhood like. How how rare would they be now, sort of thing? Oh yeah, everything you kept, even Duke Nukem's, or not, or no, Stretch Armstrongs. Are they? Do you know those? If you had a mint condition Stretch Stretch Armstrong, yeah, it would be worth thousands. Like one that one that is not used, uh, ever. Like just a brand new one in the packaging, is worth tens of thousands probably oh my god i wish i had one of those it's because most of the, most of those toys are just not manufactured anymore there's a reason behind a lot of that though like have you seen like i know with a lot of toys back in the day some of them were radioactive oh really <laughs> yeah same as like plates and stuff and shit yeah. like that back in plates and, yeah mm, they had like what was it is it lead or is that lead is in the water yeah, uh, there's something, anyways. That in like, I think it was like. The there's 60s. a shack in the water. There's a shack in the water. Yeah, but no. Um, yeah, Super Bowl. Tom Cruise. That was a few topics. I mean. Okay, so this is sort of like a segment I wanted to get into because, it's I guess the main tagline I guess of the, the podcast. There's, yeah. There's going to be a segment every week of uh, sort of something dark and spooky. Sort of this yeah. week it's a. It is a murder, and when we talk about these things, we're not in any means, you know, trying to bring any blame to the victim or the family or anything like that. We're just sort of just want to talk about it because we find, yeah. you know, these things, sort of things interesting in a podcast, and other people will find it interesting, I'm sure. Yeah, and we have a good one today, don't we? Oh, a we good have long a one. banger one today. Yeah. 
Yes. And so. by that, that sounds so bad, but don't worry about we it. We got a banger of a murder. We got a banger of a murder. All right, so let's get into this banger of a murder. Yeah. Oh. I introduced it. And Okay, so this one is the Carnation Street Killer, or as his real name is, Daniel Bartlam. So Daniel Bartlam was born in Nottinghamshire in November 1996. He was born into a very middle-class family with his parents Jacqueline and Adrian. Bar divorce, new stepdad, and a move from private to public school, he had a seemingly normal and healthy childhood. But, in the early hours of the 25th of April, 2011, at the age of 14, he stood outside the burning remains of his home with his younger brother and dog, while his mother lay in her bed, bludgeoned and beaten, never to get up again. Oh. Sparks your interest? Yeah. It, it's, uh, <coughs> I will say... Man was he was standing outside with his dog? Absolutely, and his brother, seemingly the hero of the story. Yeah? He was telling people at the time that there was his house had been broken into a masked man had come in and left out a window in his mother's room and he had seen all this and seen the fire and escaped with his brother and yeah. his dog but things as we'll come to see don't exactly line up yeah so okay. the night itself yeah the murder so as I said the murder took place on the morning of the 25th of April 2011 on that morning, with just his mother, brother, and dog asleep in his home, he walked out to the shed in his garden, and he then picked up a hammer, a can of petrol, sorry, he then picked up a ha hammer and a can of petrol that he had already hidden. After retrieving the tools that he used for heartbreak and destruction, he set his sights on the family home. On that horrific morning, he walked into his house, up the stairs, and into his mother's room. Seeing his mother sleeping, he walked across the room, approached her bed, and raised the hammer and then proceeded to beat his own mother to death by bludgeoning her to the head and face multiple times. Seven, to be exact. That's a different story than you told on the... F uh, f than ten minutes ago? It is, isn't it? How, how, what happened there? So, the story that was accounted before was Daniel's account okay. of what happened. A fire broke out, and someone broke in, and it's all very muddled, if yeah. you ask Daniel. So, that is what his court has said. That is what he was convicted of. Okay. And he was convicted of a few things after it, too, okay. by covering it up. Okay. So, where was it? When his mother was dead, he walked across the room to a window and dropped a second hammer beside it. After placing the fake murder weapon, he wiped the real one with the cleaning fluid and then hid the hammer in his room. So the hammer was found in his room? If the house didn't burn down... See, I, oh, I'm not entirely yeah. sure of the complete details. I'm going on sort of newspaper stories yeah. and what I could find on his wiki, because he the man has a wiki. Okay. He's, I think... Man's 20, got a Wikipedia he's, page? I think, for context, I think he's 24 now. 23, 24, he's somewhere around there. Yeah. And he's due to get out in the next year or two. Oh. Interestingly enough. Um... If he's not already out, because the last thing I could find was a, a post from 2019 saying from the stepdad of how he's infuriated that he's getting out soon. Yeah. So, yeah, he placed a fake murder weapon and ripe, wiped the real one. Ripe? Hmm. He placed the fake one and wiped the real one. So, after doing so, he returned to his mother's bedroom, rolled her onto the floor, and then proceeded to cover her body and the floor with pieces of ripped up newspaper. Following this, he poured petrol on his mom's body and set the woman who raised him and cared for him alight. 
burning the love and trust that mother and son share. He then ran from the fire to his younger brother's room, told him about the fire, picked up the dog, and ran out of the house to be perceived as the hero who saved his brother and dog from a house fire. Seems like a fucked up guy. He does, doesn't he? So What, what age was he at the, uh, all of this? He was 13, 14, 14 at the time 14. of this. And so Fort there's... petrol on his own mother. He did. Set her on fire, and it was all... Is this just what he was convicted of? This is what he was convicted of. Okay. There was... I, there is some background things I can give you. Um, so I, I went into it. So children who commit murder often, most times, have a history of neglect and abuse. And I've went into this case. Daniel did not appear to have it. He okay. he claimed in his defense in the stand that he was neglected. That he was and neglected and, and abused, that. and that his mother physically abused him. But no witness had ever come across and said that any proof and or they had ever seen Jacqueline you know, abuse him or mistreat him in any way. Yeah. Um, some other background information you might want to know is he, I usually don't like to say these things because I, I don't think they have much to do with sort of a child's or someone's mental state but he really liked violent video games and movies so at the age of eight he was watching Nightmare on Elm Street and Evil Dead. Daniel didn't really have a social life. Yeah. So he didn't have outside influences he okay. had these influences, okay. which I think for these movies are not a problem. And I think if you if if you watch them, you're not going to warp your brain or anything. But when it is your only influence, and you're doing things like defecating in your own room, yeah, and you are <clears throat> urinating on your own floor and shitting on your toys as he did, it's it's. I don't think you can. Completely I don't think blame. they're to blame for that. No. But at the same time, it's it's one of those things that they definitely contributed, because. But everything can contribute to anything. You're absolutely right. It's just a one of those things of the perfect storm of how to make a a killer, I guess. Yeah. So, and I think it's a lot of things where he was showing violent tendencies a lot of the time when he didn't get his way. The stepfather had to step in between Jacqueline and himself because he started getting violent. Yeah. And. The stepdad had conversations with Jacqueline multiple times about how, you know, how much media of that sort of darkness, he, how much of that he was consuming, and he, she sort of minimized it every time. She sort of swept under the rug, it's fine, and yeah. things like that. He, <clears throat> some, yeah, he developed all these obsessions. So growing up, his fascination with the dark grew. He got into Saw and Halloween as he got older, which sort of just, just more... I don't know, real movies, I guess. Yeah. Um, he got, he also, weirdly enough, um, you would think the number one sort of inspiration for this would be one of the Saw movies or anything like that, but that's not his name, is it? No. It's not the Saw killer. It's not. It's not the Friday the 13th killer. It's the Coronation Street killer. Yeah. So. There's a lot of death in... Coronation Street, though. Absolutely. And, and a lot of murder. Have you watched Coronation Street? Um, not lately, but I do have one specific part about what Coronation Street, of why he was dubbed it. Okay. So on his computer, because obviously the kid had a computer, um, he there was videos saved from John Stake from Kari, and if you're not aware of Coronation Street or Kari, it's a soap opera uh, filmed in the UK, um, and John Stape is a villain character in it who murdered... Uh, a char another character in the show with a hammer and there was videos of 
him found on Daniel's PC. So it's not looking great so far. Yeah. There was also a story of him carrying out the murder. So there was exactly the what happened. Of Daniel, the kid? Daniel carrying out that murder, he wrote it beforehand as oh, a script. Okay. It was completely premeditated. So, yeah. It, completely. There's he no. Had the, he had this plan exactly. for a while. Exactly. It's fucked so, up. Mm -hmm. So, some other things, if you're wondering, how could somebody not notice this? You know? Like, a kid can't just snap and murder his family. In May 2010, he was referred to a school psychologist following a violent outburst in school. He told the therapist he was hearing voices. Voices? Voices? <laughs> he was hearing voices. No, he was hearing voices telling him to hurt people. Which is not a great thing to hear. So that went on. He's seen a psychologist. Six weeks before he, the murder happened, a psychological exam was done, and he was found to have no mental illness, and he was not to be at any risk or little risk to others. Cool. Six weeks just before this happened, he was deemed to be a non-risk. That's You think he was playing smart? I don't think so, because he told the psychologist he was hearing voices. And he still got deemed the the person who was like testing him at this place. Mm -hmm. Did he was he saying the same stuff to them? That's a good question. Um, I didn't get that much detail uh, on it, but yeah. all I know is that to the psychologist, he told the psychologist he was hearing voices. Yeah, telling yeah. Him. And if if that came out, I feel like you know he's got to he's got to carry that story everywhere if he's yeah. going to be believed by one of them. You know. Yeah. So I mean, I I feel like it was more just ah he's fine sort of ah, thing. Yeah. I I wasn't there. We'll fuck but him back out. Yeah. We don't we don't we don't have the place for him. Exactly. I, it's, that's, all, it's money. Exactly. That's money. I I think that's what it comes down to in this case, and it's it's very yeah. sad. But I mean, you know, it's it's never nice to hear. But I mean, we're talking about it now, I guess. Um, and the husband Simon, uh, he knew as soon as he seen that news broadcast he knew it was his son he knew because yeah. the second he seen the the address of where the fire is in the street he mm. said he knew Daniel had done something yeah and to get a lot of this information so I feel so they knew this kid was going to do something mm -hmm. there, the stepdad knew it, it was he said that it was not a matter of if when. it was when yeah. yeah it was just a time bomb at that point so that's that's a lot. So if you're can, you know, wondering at all, what's tried and sentenced in Nottingham Court in February twelfth. I don't have the year here. I should have. Um, I'm as far as I know, I think it was around 12, 2012, 2011. Um, he claimed in this court that his mother physically and verbally abused him. No witnesses ever seen Jacqueline abuse either of her kids. Yeah. Um, apparently she was known to be incredibly kind. Yeah. And I think that was, that's another reason of why a lot of the things with Daniel were allowed to continue. Yeah. I think it was a lot of, my son's fine, yeah, she's a very kind, uh, quiet woman. Sort my of little way. boy. Exactly. Yeah. I think a Bates Motel sort of yeah, basically. Yeah. situation there. Um, he was Mom's found, boy. yeah, he was, uh, the jury rejected his defense, obviously enough. It yeah. was very obvious that he planned to murder his mother writing a script about it yeah. um, he was found guilty of murder obviously uh, the reason for him trying to you know say his mother beat him would put it down to manslaughter but he was convicted of murder 
And you, how long do you think the man got? I don't know. He, sh- he should be life, mm. but uh, it's no one with kids and everything. Mm-hmm. Probably not that long. Sixteen years Damn. minimum. So, so, so getting out there at thirty. Yeah. And, Doesn't uh, deserve that. But he might be getting out earlier because, as I said, in 2019, the um, the stepdad Simon was sent a email uh, about an early appeal. I'm yeah. not exactly sure what happened with that, but you know, he could be getting out early. So, I, as far as I know, he's 24 now. So that was that was Daniel Bartlett or the it's Carnation cr- Street Killer. It's crazy. You see why I've been sort of uh, yeah picking this one to go first. Yeah. It was, it was a fucked up guy. Yeah. It was... I don't know. I feel like writing the script for that, it, it took a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of darkness that you're sort of just reading through. Yeah, it's hard to look at all of that. Oh, it's like that TV show Mindhunter as well. Yeah. Watching the deep dive into that. It's kind of... It's the same as that. Just yeah. looking at those case files. Yeah. I, th- I, I don't know why. I think it, all of us sort of have a fascination for that sort of thing because we don't... That's not the way our brains work. You know, yeah. we can't fathom how people do those sort of things. So, I mean... We never can, really. Because no. you'll never really know what they're thinking. No, absolutely not. Because even doing all this, we'll never know what they're really thinking. No. Like, and what they were thinking at that time. He's... You know, we can get a good picture of what happened. Yeah. But his motivations... Like, we've talked about it. You've heard the entire murder and things like that. and We've seen what he's done, yeah. how he did it. There's still no why... Yeah. There's, there's, he argued with his man from time to time. Like, I've really looked into it. There was no inciting thing. Yeah. That morning, he'd planned, uh, oh, also, the, uh, I forgot to mention, he, the cops knew immediately that it wasn't that same hammer that was used for the murder. Yeah. Because he murdered her with a claw hammer. Okay. And he left a lump hammer. Okay. He fucked up. He, he was not a smart dumb kid. For, yeah, dumb 14. Yeah. Old. Like, it was. He's seen Kari, but I guess he didn't really take any lessons from it. Yeah. But, um, no, I think it, the, the, the worst part as well has to be the script, right? Like, he yeah. wrote exactly what happened. What he, what he was going to do. Yeah. Like, like, he knew exactly how he was going to do it. Mm-hmm. In the script, he talked about beating his mother with a hammer, setting her on fire, and getting away with it, essentially. Yeah, got and, everything except the last one. Yeah, I mean, I think the way this was covered originally and everything I can find about it that's why I have it written down about here about violent video games and movies because the way it was covered you would swear that is the only thing that he consumed like that was the only thing that's his only outlet it was it was Joe Frost from Super Nanny she was another sort of I guess information source on this I, I didn't interview her or anything like that. That would be crazy if I interviewed Super Nanny. You were on Super Nanny, weren't you? I was. I was a terrible child. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Joe Frost. She does um, a documentary on it, and it's like a forty-minute-long thing just on Daniel, and it like interviews the, uh, the stepdad Simon, and it's 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 tough to listen to some parts because yeah. he's he's saying that oh I, it's it's funny though because you can oh, I don't want to say funny it's you can hear the rage in like in his voice in his voice oh in his voice like you like it's funny to me that you can he knew all along yeah. you know and I, I don't mean funny as in a haha sort of way it's in, yeah. you know, I mean in a weird way that he knew all along that Daniel would snap like as yeah. soon as he seen that news 
he was he just waiting for it to happen. Exactly. And he was away on a business trip at the time, too. Yeah. So, it was... So he probably felt like he had something to do. do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the guilt he has. Absolutely. Just because this kid... Because, like, sometimes people are just... There's something wrong in their heads. Yeah. I think and that's... It's and one it's of probably... These. Yeah. Because, just, you know, we can talk about the fucking... The media he consumed. We can talk about the... If he listened to awful rap music or not, we could talk oh, about Jesus, all that. Yeah. yeah, but like, ah, Jesus, would you listen to that devil Jesus, music? Jesus, how could you listen to that? But no, I mean, we could we could talk about like how much all that media consumes, but yeah. we'll never really know what caused it. Yeah, and I think that's the creepiest. Who's who and the what's what? Exactly, that's the creepiest part, though. Yeah, like that we still don't understand these the reasonings behind this thing. Yeah, that was really that was interesting. Yeah, so that was. I guess this week's part of creepy time or yeah. whatever we're gonna call it. I was at the beginning, I was gonna call it the spooky segment, right? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that'd be cool. And it also is like SS. That's sick. But then I was like, wait, we're two white guys. Maybe SS isn't sick. Yeah. You know SS what I'm saying? <laughs> SS is not sick. So I mean, that's that's not good. We don't want to yeah, brand the spooky segment. No, not you're gonna wrap us up for the podcast. Yeah, I guess so. Episode that, one. Yeah, that was that was a lot of information it was and i hope uh, if anybody's listening i guess i hope people enjoyed it yeah uh, we'll be back for more yeah we'll, we'll this is our first podcast so for a bit shit yeah <laughs> i'm us, just gonna i'm just gonna say it yeah uh, give us a little bit of slack yeah we should be should be back and more confident with next week's yeah. i guess right yeah so tune into coffin talk episode two that's it and i'm